The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Are you ready? Uh, yes. I'm, Is, are you ready to rumble? Okay, here we go. I'll, I'll play my jingle first. Playing the devil's advocate, Bob Rivers. Welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. And... Um, uh, this is the 3rd of November that we're recording on. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. A, a, a kind of a mission with this podcast. We could talk about stuff that everybody's talking about. Yeah. But let's not say the same things that everybody else says. <laughs> and let's not be the echo chamber. Yeah. Ready, set, go. Well, first of all, I think the conservatives uh, did the thing, but not including Trump. And then, of course, no, it's about Trump. <laughs> all right. Zip, talk about COVID. Go ahead. COVID. Uh, I don't want the spike. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking right. of spike, he'll be here later on. Sure. <laughs> he will be joining us. Uh, all right, climate change. Climate change. And we got something to say on climate change? Oh, my goodness. First of all, the science isn't there for climate change. If you're talking to any conservatives, and of course, they're putting up all kinds of money, converting over to electric, which is really ruining the environment because making those batteries just killing everything on the Very planet. <laughs> you wow, did say all the good. stuff everybody's setting, but, but you said it like the guy... Uh, doing the Federal Express commercial, and so I couldn't make much of it out. No, that's okay. <laughs> Remember that Federal Express guy? Yeah, the fast wow. guy was from Michigan. What? Oh, you know him personally? I, well, I didn't know, but I knew he was from here. Huh. He was one of the fast guys. I know he did it, and not throw a mouth out. Yeah, it was a, it obviously took some. He was obviously appreciated by his wife in bed. That's all. I have to say. <laughs> that's really, that's really off color, Bob. <laughs> Again, I don't want to say the same thing everybody says. That's well, true. Uh, and that's illustrative of something, by the way. If something comes at you too fast yes. and with too much information, you can't really take it in. No. Doesn't that describe our media landscape perfectly? For anybody over 34, yes. Well, are you suggesting that young people can take it in? Well, I'm saying that anything that I do that is aimed at a younger audience, they want they want the clip to be MTV. They want bang, 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 yes. bang, 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 bang. Yes, but yeah. a crackhead wants crack. Does that make crackhead <laughs> Because anyone under 34 is a crackhead, as everybody knows. Well, they're, they're you know, tweets are um, dopamine crack. Yeah, they are. That's what social media is. Zip? Yeah. I. You know what? Actually, Amazon is dopamine, too. Shopping. Mm. Same thing. Yeah. Two-day delivery. Yeah, shut up. Dopamine. Yeah. Sh well, somebody shot that hockey puck up with her shopping suggestions this close to Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> <sighs> Alexa, give me gift ideas. You know what I mean? And then she's just yeah. off the chart. Are you doing that already? No. No, but anytime Oops. she gives me information, she Alexa says, Would you Lizzie like in the background? No, it's, it's Alexa. You're Would cheating you on like Lizzie with Alexa? You... That's sick. That is just sick. <laughs> it's kinky, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> why is what? <laughs> okay. Shh, quiet. By the way, it felt good last week to have uh, Jody on because she's. You know, she's a sharp. I can help you find a top rated gift for Oh, would you shut up? What? Alexa, quiet. Sorry. Is she just doing that of her own volition? Well, she picked me up talking to you. And as you know, that microphone, that magic data gathering microphone is always on unless you mute it. Do I mute I, it? I don't know this because I've never used Alexa. Yeah. I don't use Siri. It, it says Amazon right on the side. <laughs> Jeez. Jeff Bezos might as well have his ear to the wall. Yeah. 
you know. Uh, that brings up another th- topic. Every time I bring up a topic, it dies real quickly because I can't. <laughs> Sorry. This is the, no, this is the point that the attention span we have. Yes. Zip, what did he I, say? I, I what I was say. <laughs> <laughs> that we never followed okay. through on. Oh, let me, let me start with a meme of the week. I, I, right. I clipped those. this meme. Ah. Should I have a jingle, you know, the way the Letterman show does? The meme yeah. of the week. Pow. Um, is a picture of Jesus Christ. <laughs> or, you know, what yes. what we think we, Jesus Christ might we have We ascertain like. him to have yeah. been. And, um, and the quote is, I was thinking about coming back, but when I saw how much my followers hate brown-skinned, non-English-speaking Middle Eastern immigrants, <laughs> I thought they might crucify me again, so I changed my mind. Oh, man. It's really on point. Liberal friends love that. It is. It is. Okay. So uh, the other day, uh, Hank stopped by. And Hank is a regular listener of the podcast, by the way. Kudos to him for putting up with this crazy liberals I let on the podcast. Um, (laughs) And and Hank, and I had to say, he scored points um, because we rarely talk politics. Mm-hmm. Um, working at a gun manufacturing plant. I'm pretty sure he's not a Hillary supporter. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but all of my conservative friends, you know, had to tread lightly with Trump, basically hide, uh, you know, not, or not talk about him. And uh, anyway, so he, sa- he said yesterday, he said, well, now he's sleepy Joe Biden for real. Yeah. And I thought, I hadn't watched the news yet, so I thought, I don't know, what do you, and, and apparently uh, Joe Biden fell asleep at some kind of U.N. hearing. Did you guys see that? I've heard about it. I have not seen have it. Have you though. seen the clip, Zip? Come on. No. You're I, did, I did not. What Did it happen today? No, it was a while back. See, this is oh. why you guys need to watch Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I do watch Big Fox. Big stuff happens, and you don't you don't know about it. Hang on. Joe Mitch Biden was on Fox and Friends this week. So. No, but I mean, I saw it on the news, and I and I don't even think I saw it on on Fox. And I was like, seriously, I mean, is he trying to kill the Democratic Party? Who among us it has was not a, fallen asleep? It was not the well. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Who among us has been the president of the United States? Take your time. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, has not fallen asleep. It's something like that. I mean, do you know what it was? Sat- by the, hold on, hold on. You don't see. It was, uh, you told me it was a United Nations address. I was wrong. I just Googled it. Hold on. Before you go crazy. Okay. I'm already there. It was the climate summit. Yes. Yeah. That was the other day. Well, uh, you know what? Greta Thunberg does not get up to those lecterns. You know what I mean? (laughs) She's compelling. Here's the problem. You're, You're ritually defending him. When I'm he not, does something stupid that should no. have prevented, been mm-hmm. prevented, can't you say, "Well, that was a major screw up." You know, we need a we need a hand buzzer that we can operate by remote for Joe. Okay, uh, zip. I just feel sorry for him. I feel he it's like Grandpa. You know, get yeah, off his case, man. He's old. I, he is old. He is. Yeah. And I think he just fell on the company's sword and decided, you know, decided had, to, somebody had to defeat Trump. They were like, so they were you're right. They, his best I, shot. By the way, Zip, you're the most honest guy in the room. Thank you very much. Well, it's true. I mean, I. Zip's the I, nicest guy. <laughs> in stop. The world.
Yeah. No, you are, because you Let's actually see. speak truth. Yeah. Zip is he's very quiet, and it's hard to get him to bump pop up, but when he says something, he cannot tell a lie. Um, yeah, I feel sorry for him, too. 78 years old. Like, who wants to be doing this? I wouldn't want that job for any amount of money, yeah. pride or power or anything. It's but just... If all of the uh, said Zipokio, yeah. but all of the research said the whole country was depending on you, and you're the only one that could stop the potential evil dictator, yeah. and you were drafted to do it, would you do it? He's the nicest guy in the world. He has to. Yeah. Be I of course I would. Yeah. I would cave to peer pressure. Yes, probably. Yes. All right, my phone's ringing. I'm going to put it on pause. So anyway, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, literally freaking snoozing. And by the way, climate change, that's that's the left's issue. We know the right doesn't care about climate change because they care about oil and burning stuff, and they don't care about tomorrow. They care about making money now. Not not all of them. As a, as a general statement, yes. Generally speaking, yes. climate change is not an issue for uh, the no, right. It's, it's just not. It's not sexy. They say, you know, take your time. You know, my car is working just fine. But I have conservative friends who recycle, Bob. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen junkies eat organic food once in a while. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> Man, you are fired up tonight. He is on. I don't yeah. want to say the same stuff everybody else is saying. And it's so he easy to, to do original. that because when my, when yeah. my friend Hank said, Sleepy Joe Biden now, I hadn't seen the video. But when I saw the video, I was like, God, you know what? First off, I, I hate that no politician can be honest. Like Trump, at least on purpose, was dishonest. But the rest <laughs> of them are all dishonest by omission. Uh, Biden should have scheduled a television press conference to come out. And then he should should have done his best um, Gerald Ford impression. Or, or who's the who's the. Um, Who's the comedian from Saturday Night Live who could do fake the falling asleep? Anyway, uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yes, yes, Uh, Uh, from Caddyshack. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) He should have come out and he should have gone, all right, you all had a good laugh on me. You bet. Chevy Chase. Yeah, Chevy Chase. He should have said, you know, I know I'm 78. It doesn't mean I care less. It actually means that I care so much about this country that instead of watching Jeopardy of a net like Zip does, I'm out there sticking my <laughs> neck on the line. What, what, what he I should have said. He, he said he wouldn't take this job for all the money in the world. And you know what? I don't even have time to spend all the money in the world. So that's why I'm here. Have a good laugh on me. In other words, yeah. he can't laugh at himself. No, but what a politician would have said was, you know, the, the stock market came up so much today and I was so relieved and relaxed by it, I had dozed off. <laughs> Political spin expert Ed Kelly. By the way, I was thinking about the whole term spin. I was thinking back at Bill O'Reilly. I kind of miss him. The the free the spin free zone. You mean? Yeah, I miss yeah, him I, and, I and the way he used to it. run a loofah down my back in the shower. All that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I miss him. But what I really miss about him is that he winked at you, and yeah. you knew he was funning with you. Like for example, his whole. Um, thing about his show was the no spin zone yeah right, right. and um and yet at the end of his show he always closed a show with a thing called the talking points memo mm-hmm. anybody know what talking points are his version of new rules well they're spin <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Talking points has been. Exactly. Talking, do you know what talking points are? Uh, they're a narrative. Okay, that, that, that's true. Uh, Zip, do you know what they are? Talking points are what you reiterate every day to be in the safe zone of, you know, as far as your platform and opinions. Correct? Um, all right. So, in other words, talking points on a campaign. You hit your talking points every time you yes, open so your mouth. Yes, so talking points, Priorities. like when you go to the news and everybody says the same, same thing. Same thing. It's because that's become a talking point. And, you, but, and they're actually yeah. a way to spin things by limiting the amount of information to slogans. Right. It's like a meme. Yeah. And spoon, spoon basically, it's the opposite. It's marketing. It's branding. This is what it is. That's a good analogy, yes, too. But in yeah. politics, uh, on a on a daily basis, uh, it's and I don't even know if it's always um, if it's always. I don't think it's planned. Like I don't think there's memos to people going. You're all going to say the same thing. It's just sort and of. I think there is. I, I haven't. I would love to subscribe to them. I, I'll bet you that there's emails like about here's the list of what to say today. Right, right. You know, so a talking JD. point, uh, this is a Merriam-Webster definition, is something that lends support to an argument. It's not perspective. It's not honesty. It's just something that lends support to an argument. So when my son says, you know what, they really uh, rushed these vaccines, so even though I took them, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with my kids taking them. What's the talking point in that? Children should not be taking vaccines. No, no, no. That's, no? No. Zip. Uh, rephrase the question, Counselor. <laughs> <laughs> counselor, okay. I like to so, have the... Uh, this is good because I, 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 I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm a nut job, so I'm not trying to put you guys down. Uh, nor am I trying to say I know all this stuff. I don't. Uh, no, but you definitely dig in more than we do. I do have a passion. Yes. The talking point part was they rushed the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And if you say that fast, like the guy in the Federal Express commercial, <laughs> people don't have time to go, um, can you give me the data that says they yeah. rushed the vaccine? They just accept that they rushed the vaccine, and then they go... Gosh, of course. Why would you want a rushed vaccine? In other words, the talking point supports the argument that you shouldn't give the vaccine to children. So I did a little digging today because I don't know. And most of us don't know. We pick a side. I'm for science. I like science. Every time I pick up my iPhone, I pray to the God of science. Thank you for making it. <laughs> And you know the show's going downhill when I'm doing the impressions, by the way. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do the voice dialects. My bad. job is safe. <laughs> so um, anyway, so I decided, you know, I'll read a little. And I'm not going to call it research because research is what the people do that I'm reading about. Okay? Right. I'm not a researcher. I don't know shit. So uh, I, I was curious, like. I think I read today, and when I say I think, I mean, I'm, it's a rough statistic. The mm -hmm. amount of children that have died from COVID-19, I think I read a number around 700 or so. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, it's that's not the talking point. Mm -mm. The talking point would be 
The COVID-19. vaccine's not ready. No, the talk- it hasn't been well, that's tested. A, sorry, that's a talking point. But the talking point would be, it doesn't hurt kids. There's no risk to kids. That's the talking point. Then the counterpoint would be: Are 750 dead kids not enough for you? <laughs> okay. I'm That'd be the other talking point. If the Democrats even had talking points, but Democrats are in such disarray. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trump is Trump is totally coming back for four years, and if it happens, oh. you guys deserve them. Seriously, you, yeah. Ed and Zip. I'm talking yeah. to you specifically because you're <laughs> sitting home watching Jeopardy because you're too lazy to do anything about this country. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who <laughs> is the dead host? <laughs> So, um, uh, as it turns out, um, you know, right now, 22% of all COVID cases are children under 12. And that's yes. what's, that's what's, and, and, but here's the thing, not too many of them die. Very few. But my talking point is, how many children die from the vaccine? And if you put those 700 dead kids next to the kids who died from the vaccine, and then the talking point response is, it was rushed. We don't know what the long-term effects of the vaccine will be. You see now where I'm talking about? Here, there's the talking points. You're giving me a headache, Bob. You're spinning <laughs> me around. It's <laughs> like being on a tilt-a-whirl. I don't know why. What am I supposed right to think? Round, I'm trying right to get you guys round. to think funny tonight. One of you should start snoring. I would expect either of you could do that sound effect. I think Zip is the candidate. He wins. Okay. Oh. Children now account for 22% of all U.S. COVID cases. Why is that? Well, it's because I'm triple vaccinated. Right. Um, you guys are vaccinated. Yes. Everyone who's at risk with you know some semblance of intelligence is vaccinated mm-hmm. and kids aren't allowed to be vaccinated do you know how many children there are in the united states i do not um it's something like 73 million so 700 out of 70 yeah okay. yeah and so those literally we've often referred to schools as the petri dish yes where and coronaviruses thrive not i mean that far off we all know this can't someone make a talking point that says you know, 750 kids is too many to die. And the fact that almost 1,500 people a day are still dying, it may be down closer to 1,000 now because it is declining in some states. The fact that 1,000 people are dying a day and it's being spread largely by children that, who have no nothing to fence, don't we want to take care of each other? That's my talking point. And then, well said, I, sir. yeah. Then I went to look f- at the research. How much of you guys looked at the research? Probably not. No, we don't go to that guy in London every day like you. <laughs> oh, I went. <laughs> I went actually to the. Um, I went to Pfizer.com because I wanted to see how they tested uh, on children, and uh-huh. specifically, I wanted a number that you won't hear in the news. Take a guess. How many children? Uh, between six months to 11 years of age were in the phase one, two, three trials. In other words, how many children got the vaccine? Mm, zero. Why do you say zero? I don't know. I just figure I'll be the odd man out. Everybody's going to come up with a you number. Know, I did tell you to say some stuff that other people aren't saying, so that's, that's very right. good. Was well, it like 2,500 or something? Zip is a pretty good guess. Uh, there were different phases and different age groups. One of them was 2,500. Uh, the number, shoot, I really need a yellow highlighter. It was, it was 4,000 something. It was somewhere between four and 5,000. So that's a lot of kids. Yeah. Now, quickly, for all the money, <laughs> how many died? Hmm. 
Ed, you three. already said the correct answer. I did. All right. Zero. <laughs> zero. It was safe. Uh, now, these are mRNA vaccines. Uh, this research has been going on for decades. Right. We have no indication from hundreds of millions, 400 million doses with adults. Did the parents volunteer their kids? Yes. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, the children, were stolen. <laughs> the children were stolen by a witch. No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying. They decorated you know. a house. They made it out of gingerbread, <laughs> and they lured the kids in. <laughs> and when the kids this came in. This isn't a needle. It's a Pez they, dispenser. They thought they were getting a Pez dispenser and some candy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did they volunteer? I love it. Oh, oh man! Why do I well, do this? Well, no, I did. Maybe that sounded that sounded stupid. I'm sorry, but it's um, okay. it's funny. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you're taking one for the team. I would, would you have? Would you have just put your kids up? They said, "Hey, Bob, we're looking Look, for you know some guinea pigs." I Can kind of agree with what Jody over? said last week. I um, I do believe I do believe in science. I do do believe in science. I do now, it. Do science it. Do is, believe in science. Is ongoing. It's evolving. <laughs> it's always changing as they get new information. It's the best information they have at the time. So yes, there's always a little bit of risk or side effect with just about anything, but there's also a risk and a side effect of not being vaccinated, of death, and lots of death. Three quarters of a million people died from COVID mm. as of, and by the way, mm. that's a lot of people. That's a lot of rock and roll, classic rock touring Eagles yeah. and Fleetwood Mac concerts. There'd be some empty seats at. Is that all a old. Yes, yes, point? that's an old yes. joke. Yes. yes. Okay, all right. Okay, but it's true. And and one of the reasons younger people, like my son, who I love dearly and also respect his uh, concerns because no one's communicating this stuff very effectively, um, they don't know anybody that's croaked. To them, the number is, you said it, Ed. Zero. Zero. Nobody in my neighborhood. Not nobody in my I, backyard. Nobody I play racquetball with has dropped Nimby, 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 nimby. Yeah. Not so. my backyard. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, so so back to your neighbor. So what's what what was the... You mean the, Hank. Uh, you Hank, mean Hank, Hank my yes, yeah. uh, maple syrup buddy. Well, he was yeah. here because we're getting ready for maple syrup season. I'm debating how many more years I want to do it. And I may, um, I may gradually turn it over to Hank and his brother Rich if they want it. But then I started getting so excited yeah, that I think, oh, maybe I'll do it for a couple more years. Was it the smell that got you? Um, it's a, a sense of purpose, a sense of communing with nature, making something. Ever eat a pine tree? Exactly. Yeah. And um, I, I had no idea I would have a hobby like that. But also I get to sell it to people who enjoy having it shipped to them. That's true. And, you know, it, it feels good to do it. So I'm doing it at least this year, maybe another year. Um, and if you had no complaints from the people for the ethical treatment of maple trees? <laughs> <laughs> or has anyone died from a diabetic coma from the high sugar content? You should have been a lawyer, Zipster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a uh, he's too gentle to be yeah, a, a winning he's... attorney. 
Ron He'd be Gilk. a losing attorney. For yeah. people who can't afford, you would have been a public defender, actually. 1-800-CALL-LOSE. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being really mean. To yeah, a pro bono attorney. Yeah. That would yeah. be me. Right. So, uh, uh, sure, a maple, maple syrup in quantity is bad for you. I mean, it's sugar. Yeah. Now, wait no. a second. So you can it's bottle that based. stuff w- without the FDA coming in? And, I mean, if yeah. you can just bring that over to Wildwood Orchards and they'll just throw it up there without really knowing what the contents are? Well, here's the deal. Uh, maple syrup is simply sap boiled to a certain consistency. Uh, when you bottle it, you bottle it at almost 200 degrees. So the process is so sterile. Uh, the other thing that they do not be set, so you, the answer is yes, you can make maple syrup in small batch farms without, um, you know, food and health inspections and all of that. Is it like mm. marijuana? There's a limit to the number of trees? No. Oh, okay. Um, but we'll get back to marijuana. Uh, okay. The other thing is honey. Uh, and, and there's uh, similar reasons. Honey, which is made by bees, has its own preservative built in made by the bees that yeah. doesn't allow bacteria to grow so honey it, is it, it never rotted that's why they find it for yeah. thousands of years later right yeah and you can uh, you in fact there was some that was put in a i believe a pyramid in a tomb maybe king tut or somebody like that and they tested it and it was still edible seven thousand years later or whatever mm-hmm. so uh so the answer is yes maple syrup is uh, because like honey it's a completely sterilized product so if you right. jar it up you know it's and yet you're not supposed to feed it to babies for whatever reason uh that is i think disputed where did okay. you read that i don't recall um i believe there's a concern about um whether they here's is honey safe for babies avoid <laughs> giving raw honey even a tiny taste to babies under age one uh, what is it? Uh, it can cause infant botulism. Ooh. Not great. Let's see. What website is that? The Mayo Clinic. Yeah. What are they? They only know mayonnaise. They, they don't, they don't know, know anything. Assholes. They don't know <laughs> shit. <laughs> Here's a kidshealth.org. What do they say? You can buy honey that's either raw or pasteurized. Unlike some raw foods, uh, here's the opposite. Honey is considered safe. Hang on. Mm. Uh, when can my baby have honey is the article parents looking for an alternative to sugar often turn to honey as a more natural choice however you should not give honey to your baby unless they're one or older it can cause botulism which is a type of food poisoning in babies under one year old it doesn't say why but since these websites since WebMD and the Mayo Clinic all agree yeah she wouldn't want to be lathering it onto a teat no. for a and, you know, <laughs> I would. I'm a teat latherer from way back. Okay. <laughs> but here's uh, the deal. That'll change, Bob. Way, it's kind of like that ASA baby aspirin we weren't we were supposed well, to take for yeah. our hearts. Now don't do it because it's causing your stomach to bleed. Okay. You know, make uh, up your mind. You so anyway, we got we were a little distracted, but yes, we were talking about kids. Um, the shots uh, for kids. Are of course lower dose. Uh, they've been tested just just Pfizer, four thousand five hundred kids, and you know soon it'll be millions of kids because the smart parents will get the vaccine right away. I should say the science trusting 
I already said smart. I can't undo that. <laughs> I don't believe you're stupid if you just don't know something yet. I believe you just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And I also don't believe you're stupid if you disagree with me, because uh, I'm quite capable of being stupid about it, about a thing. So there's, like, stupid is just, like, stupid. Like, you're not going to learn anything. But then there's don't know it yet, and maybe you're open to hearing stuff and learning, changing Stupid is fine. Dogged is, is frustrating. Yeah, I guess. All right, I'm going to move on from COVID. It's the least loved topic we ever do, by the way. It's yeah. Like, it may save the species. Get off that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's been a COVID mention in all 150-plus programs we've done. Good uh, question. I, your know, I, think, I think we got away from it for a while. Yeah, we like have. a couple we of have. times, yeah. We have. Because there wasn't much more to say. Yeah. Uh, the bad news about COVID, uh, just to sum it up, as I said this to my son today, Andrew's on tour, by the way, so he won't be with us. The bad news about COVID at this point is that it's endemic. And what endemic mm. means is it's like... Here the to com- stay. Yeah, <laughs> like the common cold. It's not going yeah. away. And so <sighs> another thing that means... My British scientist put this very well. We're all going to get it. Mm-hmm. Every human being on the planet. You might be asymptomatic. You might never know you have it. Or you might be in the hospital. But because it's so transmissible, every human being on the planet is going to get it. So Even some of the isolated tribes in Africa? You know, it may take a while. Yeah. But coronaviruses have been around thousands and thousands of years. It's estimated, I don't have the exact stat in front of me, but uh, we get a large number of coronaviruses every year. And just like with COVID, some of them are asymptomatic. We don't even know we have. Do you ever like have a bad cold and your wife is just fine and you're Mm -hmm. slobbering all over and sneezing on her and you go like, how come you don't have this? She's probably asymptomatic. Yeah, says she Bob, has more yard work old, than you, Bob. Yeah, I'm the only one here with a wife, but you know what I mean. It could, yes. Lizzie, could be Lizzie. How is Lizzie, by the way? She's well. She's out running, as a matter of fact. Okay. She's uh, avoiding our scheduled podcast time. She doesn't want to actually be on the podcast. <laughs> no, she actually doesn't because she it makes her feel good. She just has to do it. Has to she do... may be back by now. Oh, okay. I don't know. But did you talk to her about coming on and saying hi to the audience? Uh, I did not. I it completely slipped my mind to be honest with you. Okay, that's okay. I mean, when you were out here, I remember looking you both dead straight in the eye and saying, "I want you to come on the podcast." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she will be on. I promise okay. you that. No, she she deserves it. Yeah, she's, she's far awesome. more interesting than I am. That's for sure. No, no, not say that. Joe Biden appears to fall asleep. Okay, we gave, we let him off easy. Sleepy Joe Biden, though, now, literally, there's a freaking, you can yeah. make one of those animated GIFs out of him. It's never going to go away. Nope. And mm. get ready for President Trump. And what's what's the new slogan for F, F-, F- Joe Biden? Let's go, Brandon. Oh, That's yeah. That's it. Yes, yeah. And, of course, Ted Cruz now, got Jesus, photographed. Now, Jesus, are we uncivil or what? <laughs> well, no, it's I just, mean, it's high, Jesus. it's very high school, though, don't you think? I think it's clever oh. because they get us talking about it. They get <laughs> you talking talk about it. I wasn't going to bring it yeah. up. but okay. Do you know where that Alexico Brandon came from? I don't. It started at a football game, I thought. 
and somebody mistook it for the crowd cheering a player, but when in fact they were saying, you know, screw Biden. Here's how it happened. Here's how it happened. <laughs> now you, you know the rest of the story. If yeah. you've heard people chanting, let's go, Brandon, or seen someone with a shirt or a hat with that jovial message, you might be wondering who Brandon is and why people are rooting for him. <laughs> the phrase isn't actually about supporting a guy named Brandon. Instead, it's a euphemism that many people in conservative circles use instead of saying, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Sorry, it's a podcast. Right. I have to let it. I, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna, Don't sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Okay. <laughs> the origins of the meme go back to October 2nd when race car driver Brandon Brown won oh, his oh, first okay. NASCAR Xfinity Series race and was being interviewed by an NBC porter, reporter. In the background, some people in the crowd were chanting, fuck Joe Biden. Oh, is that how they came out? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, well, that's how but it Kelly's it was DeVast... <laughs> You could said seriously on the on the air, okay? That's funny. NBC reporter Kelly Stavast says, and maybe she was trying to cover it up. She says, yeah. "You can hear the chants from the crowd. Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> <laughs> it remains unclear whether she misheard the crowd, yeah, or she was. I think she was trying to cover it up. Oh, Damage absolutely, control. she yeah, heard it. Saving her gig. That's what Zip would do. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, right. back to you in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so conservative groups got a laugh out of this. Yeah, it is funny. And they decided to use it instead of saying F Joe Biden. I'm not going to say the F word three times. And it so flies now. under the radar. <laughs> well, but, but what it is, is what's so brilliant about it is it becomes a juicy story. Yeah. Like... Climate change news and vaccine study participants and science will not cut through the clutter this for them. This the way one. Let's Go Brandon story oh, yeah. cuts through the clutter. And that's that's on us, folks. That's human beings. That's us. And I thought a marketing firm had come up with it. I didn't realize no. it happened organically. <laughs> now, go figure why a live round in a prop gun has been the top story for, what, three weeks running now? Okay, so... Uh, I have a theory about that, right, too. Let, oh, we're changing... Let's, let's telegraph okay, to people. Right. We're now changing the subject to the movie... <laughs> Russ, Russ. Russ. post up ahead. <laughs> where a Donald Trump impersonator accidentally... <laughs> it, was, it was a very uh, tragic story. Um... Why is it on, on the news? Same reason as Let's Go Brandon. It's um, it's sexy. Tragic. It bleeds, it leads. It bleeds, it leads, yeah. Alec Baldwin is a Hollywood house, household name. And, um, you know, when I say sexy, I mean it, it, to, to news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, we ran into this uh, with that, um, what was her name, Gabby Petito. Yeah. yeah. When a beautiful uh, young woman tragically yeah. loses her life, as long yeah. as she's white and pretty, is that safe to it. say? Mm-hmm. It's true. I hate to say it's true. It's true. So you've got, you've got a beautiful woman who loses her life tragically. Mm-hmm. You've got Alec Baldwin, who's completely innocent, but pulled the trigger. Right. And you have the makings of a mystery, because no one actually knows 
what really happened. I do have a theory. Did you hear the theory that uh, the uh, armorist's lawyer put forth today? Yes, no. I did. You see, now, those are talking points. Yeah, that's a talking point. What was that theory? Sabotage. He said that uh, the armor, um, you know, checked the crew, thoroughly. The crew, uh, some crew members walked off the set because they were pissed off about safety. not being paid. Yeah, it's, well, no, and having to drive, you know, they just basically quit the job. Well, they said and safety, they, but yes, they had a yeah. bunch of complaints. Yes. Yes. The attorney and because says, it was a budget cut because they originally called for like six people sure. and they cut it down to one or something. Anyway, the the attorney says absolutely sabotage from IATSE because or... because the armorer checked it out and then it sat on a cart for two hours mm. and no one unattended. Knew. There's no yes. chain of command that they can go to. Um, mm. The working theory is somebody who would want to sabotage the set want to prove a point, want to say they're disgruntled, they're unhappy, may have put a line live round or live rounds in the box of blanks. Boy, that's a perfect, uh, you know, seed of reasonable doubt for his client, which I think that's more yeah. what yeah. that's Very about. Very lawyerly. Well, here's, let, yes. let me offer this up, and this will put me in the crosshairs, I'm sure, but do you remember You really seeing... want to say crosshairs with this particular... <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> Unfortunate choice of words. Go ahead. Pull the trigger on it. Go ahead. All right. Have, have you seen the video, uh, fellows, of um, Donald Trump at the White House correspondence dinner when Obama was making fun of him? This is really old news, but yes, I'll bite. Go ahead. Okay. I saw the, it. Um, do you remember? He the, said, the, I, the "I heard you were running as a Republican. I thought you were running as a joke." Was the was the joke he said? Yeah, there were several uh, jabs yeah. in a row, yeah. and uh, I remember seeing uh, Trump was absolutely steaming. I mean, he was not smiling; he was just stone faced. And okay. there was rumor, and it was always rumor. There is no confirmed source. I'm going to have that N-word job was uttered at that table after Ooh. the yeah the fun work the fun okay. stuff. And now, Zip, do you see why stuff with absolutely no evidence spreads yeah, really fast? I said, I, but I had a disco. I put a disclaimer right out front. Disclaimers don't mean anything. Who Chuck made Carlson fun? does that every night. I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question, too. It could be space aliens. Who, I don't know. who made fun of Trump every Saturday night live on national television for months and months? And you think months Alec Baldwin was set up by Trumpers? You said it, not me. Oh, no, I didn't oh, say it. I asked you. you just I just did. asked you. You a gave it utterance, sir. Oh, that'd be such I'm a wet dream for you. I'm glad you did that. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm an extreme. <laughs> I'm a um, extreme centrist, by the way. Yes, so I know. I'm not a liberal or a conservative. Right. The heck with you all. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we had invited Spike to be here tonight. And I do think he should show up momentarily. Let's see. Running behind schedule, will jump on ASAP. He just texted me, so he will join us. I have a few other things while we wait for him. Why would he sign off as a sap? Is that a is that a maple syrup joke? What do you mean? He said ASAP as soon as possible. Oh, oh, it's an acronym. Okay, I'm sorry. Sleepy Ed Kelly, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Sleepy Ed Kelly. Sleepy Ed. <laughs> Brought to you by Salmonex. Okay. Um, did any of you see the piece on 60 Minutes about the Colorado River and um, the drought and how rapidly 
the water supply for the Southwest is drying up. Well, that's Everybody's, been going on for, for decades. Even right, California relies on that. There's a new piece about just how bad it's getting right now with the current lack of rainfall. And, and the piece does talk about the decline over the past several decades. But we're actually reaching a point now where states are going to fight about their water. And we're reaching a point where people are going to stop planting crops. And um, we're not going to be able to, to grow food. For the whole country. You gotta fight for your right to, to plant water. crops. <laughs> okay. Wow. Right. Did any of you see this? You didn't see this particular piece. I, go back for last week's, I think it's last week's or the week before, 60 Minutes. And of course, scientists say it's climate change uh, related. And none of us really know anything about climate change. It's just a, it's like anti vaxxers. So pick a side. I'm for <laughs> climate change. Because it sounds like we <laughs> humans are wrecking the planet, or I'm against it yeah. because it sounds like it's faked uh, to make us buy green stuff. But uh, but no, there's real uh, serious economic, and and what that'll do is contribute to inflation because yeah, almonds will cost more. That's for sure. Well, everything if you if there's less food, and by the way, in some ways that's good for farmers. If there's less of a product to take to market, as mm. anybody who's ever studied hog futures and the like will know, <laughs> you get a higher price for it, mm -hmm. which is better for the farmers that can still farm. Right. But if there's uh, no crops, and they literally showed fields that were being abandoned because of water shortages, then you know we have once again we have to buy our food from elsewhere in the world. Right. Talking about of mice and men. Hey, there is Jamie. Spike. Great, great, great book. Of mice and men. <laughs> yeah, it's about the it's about the Great Depression, the Dust Bowls. Oh, yeah. uh, we weren't talking about that, but we're headed right for that again. So please elaborate. <laughs> Hi, handsome. Now, well, we talking about a water shortage globally. Well, uh, talk about climate change. The peace, yes, climate change and the peace. Talking about Scalia saying just it's called Mother Nature. It happens. The world gets cold. The world gets warm. Is that <laughs> sure. how we got here? The world gets cold. <laughs> the world, the world gets, gets warm. <laughs> Starving to death is the new norm. Um, so, uh, yes, there was a piece on 60 Minutes last week that those guys didn't see. And by the way, it used to be like, did you watch Walt Disney? Yeah, I saw the Beatles. Did you see 60 Minutes? Yeah, I saw that oh expose. But, watch up with his eyebrows. He may know. I don't know. But <laughs> now we don't all watch the same things anymore. No, that's Especially true. me. Yeah. You ever one? You ever notice? I loved him. God, I loved him. <laughs> so oh. uh, what it was basically about is that it's coming to a head with the Colorado River and um, everywhere rights. agriculture yeah, yeah. is going to suffer yep. because there's just not enough water. Lake Mead, um, all, there's several different lakes, and the states are Pick fighting. Bad with. day to invest in almonds, Bob. Yeah. Bad day to invest well, in almonds. Well, <laughs> okay, you missed that part of the conversation. Maybe not because when there's less almonds, they uh -huh. command a higher price. Almond. So, in other words, uh, you need to know which almond farmers are going to survive. Yeah, the white ones. Just if I had to guess, top of my head. 
you and your white privilege. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I am the first to admit, and I've told you this before, mm. I know I've, I've benefited from white privilege. I know full well, and I haven't. I haven't pursued white privilege. I haven't played the white privilege card. It pursues you. You're actually <laughs> it playing does. it now, but keep, but keep talking. But when, when it when it pursues me and catches keep me, painting. I'm allowed You're to go home. You're almost to the corner of the room. I hey, want to watch. I've yeah. never been pulled over and had to fear for my life, you know. And I know why. Right. I can walk anywhere and not, you know, be watched when I go through a store, and I know why. Yeah. And anybody who thinks that's not the case is just. Fooling themselves and they don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, Spike, because last night Lizzie and I were out walking. It was after 1 a.m., but we just uh -huh. we did hadn't gotten our evening walk in. So we're walking down the DeQuinder Cut, which is like a recovered railway bed. And we see... Uh, <laughs> that sounds we safe see... and fun. <laughs> no, it's all lit. It's It's got phones, there's cameras, everything. It's very high security. Okay. So we see coming the opposite direction on the bike path slash walking path that we're on, a truck... With flashing yellow lights, and we're thinking, oh, okay, that was just security, keeping an eye on things. And they they pull us over, and they say, you, you do know that this, the park closes at 10 o'clock, right? And I'm like, oh, but there's no way to get out because it's a railway bed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's down low, so what do you want us to do, climb up the sides? And... I've been looking for my ball since 3 p.m. Just help me find it, and I'm out of here. That's why I always carry a golf club with you, right? <laughs> I should have brought that up. Just help me find my no. ball. <laughs> but uh, I said, is it okay if we go to the nearest cross street, which is down by the river in quite a ways? They said, that's fine. And I said to lady, I said, Lizzie, yeah, that was, that was a uh, white, I was pulled over for being white while walking. Yeah, WWI, yeah. And it happened to be a black security guy that he was very nice. Let's talk for a second about how woke you guys are for just a second. It's true we all have white privilege because we're white. Yeah. But part of it I don't agree with is the part of it where we sort of pretend that We've solved racism by admitting our white privilege. Because, Not a chance. Yeah. By admitting really? our white privilege, we're actually being a little racist and, and pretending that yeah. that's it, got some importance to it. We're all racist. Um, and, and and not you, Spike, I, I but told, everybody I was, else. I was after, told, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. told there's no racism because we had a black president once. That's so we we don't get to ever be yeah, called that, racist that, again. That just you know. absolved. Who told everything. you that, really? Uh, I, what was his name? What was his name? Hannah somebody. Hannah Barbera, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah Montana. No. Hannah Barbera. Hannity, Hannity. That was it. He didn't say that. H A double N I. He probably thinks it was Bells of Hannity. He probably thinks it. He has said it. Don't, I, and I, it won't take me 30 seconds to find the YouTube video of him saying it numerous times. I could probably get a montage the Daily Show put together. Come on. Anyway, because one person oh, yeah. says something. And it's no, off I'm, base. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. And that's uh, the thing these days. We each, we each have a global, multi-media um, broadcast platform in our hands. That's mm -hmm. the biggest problem. Every uh, every single person now is a broadcaster, and an unqualified broadcaster. What, what Not is necessarily? What is qualify that? Uh, uh, let me put it to you a different way, Spike. I'm going to use instead of qualified or unqualified because that's like, you know, judging what is art and what isn't art. We there's there isn't a, a way to determine that. I'll say this: an uncurated broadcaster. Hmm. What we used to have mm. is distributors who curated the product, 
And if you wanted to be Walter Cronkite, you had to work your way up to Walter Cronkite. You couldn't just set up YouTube in your in your den and get some graphics across the bottom and instantly become a YouTube Walter Cronkite. So, Hello, YouTube <laughs> watchers. This is Walter Cronkite from my living room. They may have taken me off the network, but now I can talk to you direct. And people say they miss Walter Cronkite because he never put any opinions. But, Bullshit. But, yeah, I mean, the guy said, and that's the way it is. Did yeah. you do that before me, Ed? No. And that's the way it is. I'm Walter Cronkite. But Walter Cronkite, I recall back then uh, the newscasters were more subtle with their opinions. Like they would use their eyebrows. It would be bailed. And he had some eyebrows that could yes, speak. Yes, he did. Rooney, too, to be honest yeah. with you. I didn't notice before. Rooney, yeah. 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 An eyebrow you can trust. Uh, Walter Cronkite had an opinion on uh, Vietnam. Uh, yes, he did. He wrote an editorial, basically yeah. said he believed the war was unwinnable. And that's yeah. the but, way it but is. To that, but that, to that point, though, he always told you when it was his opinion piece. And you knew when he was dealing the news for the first 26 minutes of the broadcast, it was the news. It was researched. It was verifiable. It was, it was multi-sourced. Hmm. And it's not verifiable. Okay. When's the last time you watched either. Walter Cronkite? Yeah. Well, let's see. My Ouija board is in the. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> so, in other words, <laughs> there, there were three channels. That's our impression from a yeah. long time yeah. ago. It was event television. And I maintain that impression was because media was curated and we were much more polite. I don't think we were less opinionated. I think we were more polite about our opinions. And I think we should definitely have that again. Well,. Well, uh, and I'll say this then, uh, to further your point, opinions were qualified. People who people who were given the power of the of the airways curated, yes, to, or, or, or or not just curated, uh, even even in print. I mean, th these people these people had researched their opinions for the most part. There, of course, were outliers, but for the most part, to make an opinion page or to make an editorial on an, on an evening newscast, well, when you curate, you, you have yeah. earned you had earned credibility. But when you curated a media outlet, you hired people with experience, and they made their mistakes early on in the high school paper and the, mm -hmm. the local yeah, papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When was the last local paper you saw with an ad for hiring reporters? No, or with reporter, the footnote. The guy that, yeah, the reporter's the guy that throws it on your porch, right? Yeah. Hold on, That's where's the crickets? Hiring. I can never find the crickets when I want them. <laughs> well, I was wondering what the hell was coming I was trying to find the sound tracks. effects, but it's gone. Thank there you, Ed. Ed knows where the crickets are. That's backup. Nice to have you. Have your backup. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Back up. Back up. <sighs> okay. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to send you what's on, my, on the top of my mind so we could kind of get to it. What, what is have it, a by ton. the way? Because... Well, there's a couple things. First off, it's a great day for porch pirates. Great day for porch Why pirates. Why is it a great day for porch pirates? Because <laughs> Amazon's delivering drugs now. You know, you don't just get the oh, clothes that don't fit, right. or you know, Amazon Pharmacy. Is the it's box going to say drugs cars. in here? No, but every package you ever got now is more likely to be stolen. Mm -hmm. But they know those drugs are coming. Is that I, a I new? Is that, I didn't see that story. That. Tell me, tell me what's going on with Amazon. They well, got Amazon the pharmacy. pharmacy. They yeah. bought a pharmacy. No, they, they no. They well, got the right <laughs> to distribute drugs. Yeah. They, right. yeah, they've got the right to distribute drugs to your door in a plain brown wrapper. 
inflatable doll, drugs, cocaine. Great. Thanks, Amazon. I'll never need to shop again. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can just leave drugs on my porch. I think we should all just start buying pet drugs we don't need so that we can have all the junkies just get hopped up on dog tranquilizers. Right. Right. Okay. Right, right, Roger. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you get permission to leave drugs on the porch? You well, pay to a campaign contribution. Yes. Well, <laughs> called uh, lobbying, Spike. Yes. Hang on a second. Uh, by the way, I'm happy to pile on Amazon anytime, but um, I'm at Amazon Medicine right now, mm -hmm. and it looks like acetaminophen, Advil, ibuprofen, acid reducer, daytime and nighttime, non-drowsy. <laughs> so it's in other words, yeah. it's not it's not regulated. Well, it's as not. far as prescription drugs go, there is nothing new here because prescription drugs have been available by mail for as long as I've been on them. Yes, yeah, but and and that's true. But but drugs by mail and a lot of companies who get drug co drug coverage require you to go through like you know three month supplies by mail. We've had that process in place for ten years. Right. But I'm pretty sure Amazon's just dropping a box on your porch. As opposed to, and your mailman just doesn't throw the letters on your porch. He puts them on a mailbox. And I'm assuming that most people who do prescription drugs by mail have a secure mailbox. Uh, no. Well, <laughs> have you ever I, been I, to I, Vermont, I, I, by I, the way? Well, no. <laughs> but, but, I, but I haven't been to the 40s either, Bob, so give me some leeway. Um <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I think I think it's a safe assumption that most people who get their most people who get their prescription drugs delivered are aware that mail theft is a problem and mail theft of drugs is a bigger problem. And they've got secure mailboxes. Interesting. I don't think that's a stretched assumption. Boy, I just I, think it's great that, you know, brown boxes nowadays, you know, it's like playing with Monty Hall, you know, behind door number <laughs> behind mail door number one is a goat behind mail door number two. Five thousand yeah. like it in. Woo! I'll tell you, if you're look, let's say you're looking for Oxy. I don't know if they'll be able to mail that. Yeah, but probably. if you've got real bad heartburn and you want some Prilosec, I think there's a much quicker way to get it. I, I think yeah. Well, I, I, all, I've, all I know from this, I make this assumption by the national TV campaign I've seen Amazon rolling out in the last two to four weeks right. about getting your drugs from Amazon, hmm. which means better pricing, you know, faster delivery. Security moves to present Amazon package theft. It offers a number of solutions for the theft of packages, but not all of them seem practical. Hmm. Uh, so I've often wondered, uh, by the way, uh, and sometimes my wife will pick up my prescriptions or I'll pick up hers. Only thing you need at a pharmacy to pick up a prescription, and I don't know if I should even say this out loud. You want me to? I've got that ability. Go ahead. Date of birth. That's birth, it, right? Yeah. No, they, at Costco they ask for your picture ID sometimes, or your membership. Well, at Costco they want to, they won't even sell you fucking Q-tips. Yeah, they won't yeah. sell you Q-tips without a membership. <laughs> really, <different>. dude? <laughs> Costco. No, okay, I mean, you can have the snow tires and the oxycontin, but I'm gonna have to see your card. Gonna have yeah. to see your card. You can buy no, chocolates no, rice, and the couch, rice but cakes, not sure. yeah. so, Rice and, cakes, no problem. In other words, I just don't think this is. I, I, look, I'd love to pick on the Amazon all day because. There's a bunch of reasons I hate Amazon, but um, but this is convenience for seniors, I think, and also oh, I, I think it's wonderful. I, yeah. The one thing I w have always wanted Jeff Bezos to do is to knock like he destroys businesses' profit margins for a living. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what he does, yeah. Yeah. and nobody's more ripe than pharmaceutical drugs, who yeah. literally are literally are raking it in in the United States and gouging all of us, right. 
to have someone like him come in and you know with his buying power. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's going to buy he's going to buy China so he can make the drugs himself. It'd be great. <laughs> I had another thought, but you're so good, I get distracted. <laughs> He's very fast. Forget what it is now. It's and like I refound my fr- and and I re- reconnect with my very first love of my life, and the flame is still there. Who was yeah. the very I, first I, love I sh- of your I should life? I should have been. I should have been sending you these by text, so you could just which which was it? Your balls. right hand or your left? I think your right hand. <laughs> no, that was that was my second love. But I appreciate you remembering. Okay. Um, you wonder who the first love of my life was, and I and 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 I forgot how powerful of an emotion it was, and how deep and Mm-hmm. And uh, sincere it was. Okay. It was Tommy by The Who. Tommy was my first love, Bob, and I missed him. No. You mean your first um, musical love? No, yeah. I mean Tom, Pete Townsend and, and Tommy. That I mean, I, I've told you my history with Tommy, right? I don't know, but you once had a girl in Baltimore say hi to me who taught you the ways of the world when it comes to sex. So I... I, I Petra, yeah, I still remember her. My yeah. wife is Facebook friends with her, and yeah. she knows our history. I mean, I was playing with those heart guys in in Baltimore, and this girl comes up to me, and she says, I'm the one who taught Spike. I'm like, yep. taught him what? I won't, I won't make that the sound did, effects that, that she, she didn't have to buy flowers and jewelry to have sex and that was the first time i'd ever heard that <laughs> anyway. as even a, i was right. like wow what a concept mind so, blown yeah. Petra, you, right? i, I yeah. didn't have a i didn't have a She's young wonderful. teacher like yeah. you did no man when i was was she a babysitter was, or was she a school teacher what was she petra no she was uh she was a new neighbor when i burned my parents house to the ground all my stories go back five minutes yeah. when i burned yeah. my parents house to the ground and we moved out of the city Oh. We moved to the Burbs on a little street in Bel Air, Maryland, and just down the street was a 16-year-old German girl named Petra. Mm. And mm. oh, boy, 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 boy. Yeah, she boy, saw boy, you boy. and said, "Let me school him." <sighs> the girl right. who throws pebbles you. at the girl who throws pebbles at your window at six at uh, at three in the morning mm. to get wow. together. That's that's. I distracted you from your other first love, which was uh, the Who, Tommy. The Who's Tommy? Yeah, um, and I think it was '73. It might have been '74. So I was either 10 or 11 years old. My parents were managing a Radio Shack store at the time. My dad was uh, not into the car business full time yet. And we spent the summer at a mall in the outskirts of Baltimore, Glen Burnie Mall. Mm-hmm. So the, at the summer, the, um, they had one movie theater in the, inside the summer in the mall complex, you know, inside the, inside the mall. And you, so you saw, there was one screen. You saw one movie for six weeks. Hmm. Um, so I saw, first off, Jesus Christ Superstar every day for six weeks when I was 10 years old, 11 <laughs> well, years old. How did you go every day? How could you afford that? My parents, we didn't pay for squat. My parents were managing the Radio Shack store. There were two of us, my brother Kevin and I. And Radio my Shack was lucrative, yeah. But Radio right. Shack didn't own the theater. No, but it was no, a but we were mall franchise. rats. Yeah. We were okay. mall rats, dude. So they just we were let at the mall you in. every day. Yeah, yeah, they let us. It was it was literally one door. There was us, a Hess shoe store, and then the movie theater. That's wild. So we were there. Yeah. I ate free pretzels at the soft pretzel stand. I mm. bought my first Steve <laughs> Miller record at the record bar in the mall. <laughs> but I saw I saw Jesus Christ Superstar every day for tw- for six weeks. And then I saw Tommy every day for six weeks. So I could literally sing every word, every part of both of those. Every time I look at you, I don't understand. Don't understand why the things you do get so out of hand. You'd have thought it better if you had a plan. Now why'd you pick such a backward place in such a strange land? Oh, if man. you come today, Jesus! you would have picked the whole <laughs> Israel Info BC had no mass Mass-based communication. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it went, it went from that to the acid oh, queen man. with Tina Turner. Yes. Okay. Mm. 
And, you know, that's that's what my 11-year-old, 10-year-old summer was like. <laughs> okay? Gosh. And I hadn't listened to Tommy in 10 years, 15 years. I became enamored with Quadrophenia and Springsteen and the Police and Ellis Costello and all the things that I love. Mm-hmm. And grunge. Grunge took over my world for a decade. Grunge. I reconnected with Tommy. When driving to Portland every once a week, every morning at 4.30 in the morning, I put an album on, and next thing you know, I'm in Portland. Okay, you're not watching the movie on YouTube in your car on the highway. No, no. <laughs> no, we'll do it's, that. It's funny. Yeah, I watched it's, the Yes concert on but, the way to California, and it was a huge eight-lane road, and I thought, yeah, okay. You can weave as much as you want. <laughs> no, it's funny because by I, ear. <laughs> because that, that, and it's funny because that's kind of the, that's, that's a similar awakening to my first love. You mentioned Petra from Baltimore. So I fell in love with the Tommy movie with, you know, Elton John as the pinball wizard, Eric Clapton, Eyesight to the Blind, Tina Turner, the Acid Queen, Jack Nicholson as the doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my uncle, it was like that scene from Almost Famous. My uncle Robbie, the first guy to ever get me high when I was 12, um, <laughs> he said, he's like, listen to this. And he put Tommy on by the who. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this oh. is the guy who got you high when you were 12. Yeah, my why did, I, I only question knowing a li- what I know about your family. Mm-hmm. Why did he wait so why? long? <laughs> <laughs> Be- because that's when my mom was giving birth to my younger sister, and we had to spend a weekend with him. Oh, and he wasn't—he was a young, young single guy living in Baltimore, and he had women over to the apartment with his buddies and everything. And just because we were there, my brother and I were there for the weekend, we weren't going to cramp his style. So if we were going to be there, we were going to get high. And I remember eating a jar of honey by my by hand, like Winnie the Pooh, when I was twelve. <laughs> oh you know, God! This is the funnest day ever. <laughs> oh, you know, but, but oh, 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 bother! Um, I will Winnie the Pooh with you all day long, Ed Kelly. Don't take me down that road, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you guys, the dueling impressionists. <laughs> um, yeah, but but you know, when you when you like Tommy and you know the movie and you know every word to the album, and then you hear Pete Townsend and John Entwistle and Moon and Daltrey do it. You ch- that changes everything, and that's my first really. I mean, that connected me to music and how powerful music is in my life and everybody's life. Yeah, music's one of the greatest need, memory triggers of all time. We need more people to remember that. By the way, um, yeah. you still love music and still listen to it, right? Every daily, daily. I yeah. couldn't survive. Could not survive without music. I, and lawn mowing taught me to rediscover music. Because I most wasn't. teenage girls connect to lawn mowing in the same way. That vibration, <laughs> that steady vibration. So, you know, that, that, that awakening, just, awakening you wrong. get. No, I mean. Be, yeah, because, you know I'm right. Well, I have basically with Spotify now, I can just yeah. absolutely discover stuff I haven't heard in forever. It's and really that's, the same level of, that's the same level of meditation enjoyed by Buddhist monks everywhere in right. Tibet. I mean, that's the kind of Zen connection to your inner brain, to your inner thoughts and your tranquility and your serenity. Yeah. Music does that if you let it. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I listen to the horns and the orchestration of, of the Who's Tommy, and it's like, oh my God, I forgot how much I can appreciate the. the but your mind didn't innovation. forget, though. Your mind is. No, still no, the away. pathways were still there. Yeah. You know, it's funny that those old neural pathways are. I mean, it's like hieroglyphics in a pyramid. It's it's still there. Yeah. A little dusty. You got to you know blow it out, yeah. sweep it off with a brush. You know, blow in one ear, watch the dust come out the other. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. In your home. Now, do you ever discover more esoteric or new uh, new cuts by old artists that you never heard? Mm, yeah, I can say I, I do. In so much that nowadays everything's a compilation. Okay. So when I when I download an Elvis Costello album, I don't I don't um, I don't just download Armed Forces. I downloaded the latest 
you know, collection of Elvis Costello, and there's at least a half a dozen tracks in there I'd never heard before. Great stuff. It's phenomenal stuff. Stuff by old artists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, the police. There were only five police albums, but I got a box set called like uh, Message in a Box, and there's like 40 tracks I'd never heard before. I mean, phenomenal. There's a newish, newish Electric Light Orchestra album. It's mm. Jeff Lynn, and he's fired yeah. most of the good people, so oh, yeah. I, should, I should hate him for it. But there's an amazing Electric Light Orchestra album that no one's ever heard of because by the time it was put out, you know, that genre of music. Had passed. Classic rock stations yeah. aren't going to go, hey, we're yeah. ripping the cellophane <laughs> yeah. off of off a new the MP3. New <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday, that, record release morning, yeah. kids. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting. Right. Music is a no. great, great thing to rediscover. And I got to say, Spotify. Uh, are you using Spotify or what are you using? Um, I hate to say this; it's digital. I I, I download it on Apple on my iTunes account. Wow. You know, my daughter's got a Spotify account on my phone though that I'd lean into sometimes. So and my kid puts the coolest Spotify is uh, oh. Apple is like having an AOL disc to get on the internet. You know, that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, hey, I'm I'm, I'm putting really my toes is. in the water, Bob. Yeah, I'm putting my yeah. toes in okay. the water. Spotify is where it's at, and their stock is taken off, and uh, yeah. for just. Disclosure: I own a I small amount of Spotify stock. Spike doesn't stream. Uh, well, I'm, I, you can't stream between mile marker one forty-two <laughs> no, no, and mile marker one or mile no, marker you don't one. Have satellite or anything. I, look, I'm in I'm in Vermont. The way uh, streaming works with Spotify is you pick out stuff you like, and then it'll store like right. ten thousand. Download songs on your phone, on right? Phone. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, like I before said, my, my I go on an puts, airplane, I stock up. Yeah. But, my daughter puts playlists together that just blow my mind. Yeah. Blow my mind. My so she's in it. Yeah. And yeah. she's in Is the, the 80s one that British did punk. The, uh, the cookie. They did the yeah. uh, Mona Lisa Darby. cookie. Yeah. 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 But there's more to it than that. What uh, a service like Spotify is doing is they also have the best podcasts. They have exclusive podcasts. They learn mm. what you like, like Amazon does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, and so, your, like your Netflix, yeah. when you open it up, you profile. can scroll and just find and discover all kinds of amazing right. things. But you may also enjoy if you enjoy gag balls in your mouth, you may also enjoy a spine to kind of thing with a pokey thing. Yeah. Right. I think you wow. cut out. Oh, did I go too far? Yeah. Did I go I, too far? I thought you said let's go, Brandon. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing. We Thank you for reminding yeah. Oh, did yeah. you already? Yeah. Oh. We already covered it. Yeah. Oh, but, people, but if you have please. something to add, we have about oh. uh we're ending a little early tonight. We have about six minutes left, but uh you mean the and, national and, and, embarrassment and, that is the Let's Go Brandon movement? Oh, oh I think it's on. brilliant you marketing. You really? You, I, I think I think it's a celebration of low ball stupidity and <laughs> elementary school intelligence. Let me guess. You're a Democrat. I, I think finding a limit, <laughs> whatever, finding a, a more clever way to say fuck somebody. Wow. Have we turned the corner as a civilization? Oh, boy. Yeah. Light the candles. Pop the fucking sparklers. I mean, this is the this is the most ridiculous, stupid thing. When I see people post "Let's Go Brandon," are th- is there really a "Let's Go Brandon" on the bottom of the cup at uh, In and Out Burger, or is that a Photoshop thing somebody did? I don't know. Oh, but an airplane pilot got in trouble for saying Southwest. That's true. I heard. Yeah. I know all about it. Yeah. It's it's yeah, of ridiculous. You do. Really? You get the really talking people? points every day. <laughs> no, I, I don't need anybody to tell me that "Let's Go Brandon" is the stupidest, most. Degrading. How did you find out what it was? Oh, I, I saw the original video of the you know the the stupid reporter who tried who tried to cover her ass. Yeah. And How did cover you the see crowd. the video? Where did you see it? 
I'm sure on I'm YouTube. Just gonna bust some, your balls. I'm, Keep going. I'm sure Rachel Maddow showed me. I don't know, Bob. I mean, when it gets into a news In other feed, words, this is like a cow going. And I headed for the stall that said sausage, and I walked with all the other cows. <laughs> we, well, I'll tell you what, though. Who at least knew they, they were would, gonna, uh, you know, uh, slaughter us and <laughs> turn us into hamburger? Well, I, I can honestly say, if, if you think I found it on MSNBC, d- diminishes the impact it has in me or the opinion I formed about it. No, at least because it wasn't, your opinions at least it wasn't are predictable celebrated. and all completely controlled by algorithms. <laughs> um, if you don't have the balls to say, fuck Joe Biden, sit down and shut up. If you need Let's Go Brandon to get your message because it's Pushing his clever, anger buttons and it's working. Grow a pair. <laughs> grow a spine. It's flying I mean, under the radar. It's yeah. borderline it's, it's flying under what radar? It's tied to every python and every face of every intellect This is in a America. brand new thing, Biden derangement syndrome. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, I've got friends with BDS. It's brutal. Uh, I've, got so yeah. many, I've got a guy on my Facebook feed who's something every single day. Yes, of course you do. Who buys the misinformation the propaganda campaign against Biden, you know, an obstructionist Congress. If you imagine but what hold would on. Have happened, I, am, I, am, I did want to go back here, but I am having fun with you. Did you see him fall asleep at the uh, climate change conference? I guarantee he was better, you know, four years ago when Hillary walked in and, you know, helped herself to the nomination. He probably wasn't as devastatingly aged by then as he is now. Yeah. OK. You but it. but the way, by the way, I don't an, I, I don't know any Democrats who don't say, yeah. Yeah, I wish he wasn't 150 years old. But then you got to then you got to you got to concede that Trump's got more energy than he does. Well, great. If I want an arsonist, I'll go with the energetic one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if if it was a choice between an authoritarian career con man who was doing anything he could to further his own personal wealth and are you talking about Biden now? Because almost every politician is that, by the way. And and that's the whole false equivalency again. There we go. Both sides are liars. I didn't. I didn't equivalent with him. I know. You sure you did. No, I didn't. I I feel that way about all politicians. They all take money. I don't think they all take money from specialists interest groups they True. say they're going to do one thing then when they get in they don't do anything about it then when they're well, running they're going to say that's, everything that's is the w- other guy's fault and we'll fix that's it that's not what we're talking about it doesn't about, matter though. which party gets in they don't fix it if look if democrats were great for minorities that they supposedly want to vote for them then the minorities wouldn't keep you know falling away and voting republican i mean yeah. it's about time we took care of people and stopped with the whole which side is the worst side and which side i agree is the with that side. but yeah but the two governors who are the governor of Virginia... Well, Don't say sure but after you agree with me, by the way. Did you just say <laughs> right, I Bob, agree I... with you? And let it... Harumph! Kids are governor! Harumph! 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 Let it sink <laughs> in for a second that you agree with me. Because <laughs> I, I want to savor that. The governor of Virginia... Yeah. The governor of Virginia isn't a Republican because minorities bailed on the Democratic Party. He's the governor of Virginia because white women came back to the Republican Party after they got rid of Trump. Okay. And that's why, you know, Biden won Virginia was because white women. By the way, earlier we were talking about talking points. Ed, Zip, this is a perfect example of what talking (laughs) points are. You know what? Are they false, false, Bob? Are they wrong? When talking points are right. But here's the thing about talking points. Talking Mm -hmm. points are things that support an argument. It doesn't, they don't have to be false, but they are incomplete. Usually they're only the things that support an argument. That's what talking points are. The, right, the Republican of uh, the the governor of Virginia is also Republican because the Democrats ran a dinosaur who was an idiot who ran a horrible campaign, much like what happened. These in the are, by the way, the, what I like election. about these talking points. 
is Spike is inventing them on the spot and they're his talk. I'm not. <laughs> Terry McAuliffe in Virginia is an idiot. He was already governor once. There was nobody with a pulse who was a Democrat who wanted to be governor of Virginia. Well, that's another problem. You had to problem. go back and get Terry McAuliffe's retread ass, like Joe Biden's retread ass who'd lost the nomination so, twice before. So, um, How many cups of coffee? And by the way, Democrats are totally None. Effed, totally effed, by the way. Um, Why? Because they, who's going to run? Who's going to be president? They're going to lose the House and the Senate, and they're going to and Trump is going to come riding back in glory. I, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't tell think, me you I don't, don't see that case. as a legitimate possibility, at least. Oh, it's a distinct. As stupid as we've become as a society, it's a distinct possibility, Bob. Okay. I'll give I'm you glad that. you said we when you talked about our stupidity. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, no. at, at least. At least, at least critical race theory will continue to not be taught in Virginia schools. By the way, schools, that's a talking God. point, too. What is critical race theory? Oh, dear, 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 dear. Well, well what it is is exactly what the uh, speaker needs the audience to think it is, and that's all it is. Critical, critical race, race theory is, is a slogan, so you don't have to think about it. Critical oh, I, race, I know. race theory is a talking point that makes you think your kids are going to be taught that we're bad. Because exactly. we're white. And that's, ex and that's exactly what was, what was pushed right. but by what the Republican really? can't. Critical race. I don't know. You know what my interpretation. Stop of with I don't know, is. and let me savor that for just a second too. <laughs> sure. I don't know, Bob. We're all no. We're all buying into talking points and steering, and we're all getting all riled up at each other. And yet, if your next door neighbor, who's a Republican, has a flat tire at two a.m. and you're outside and you see him struggling with it, you'll go over and help him with it. And that's yeah. what human beings are all about. We've got. The, but if he's got. But if he's got a. But if he's got a fuck Biden bumper sticker in his car, you can sit his flat ass <laughs> on the side road. Let's go, Brandon. What if it says "Let's go, Brandon"? Come on. I might throw. I might throw. I might throw Molotov at the car. Unless I'll get the kids out first. I'll get the kids out first. Right. Well, well done. I'm thank you for guy. thank you for taking my <laughs> you, not you so bet, gentle ribbon. <laughs> my my brother's got a "Let's go, Brandon" thing going. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Well, what they want to do is push your buttons. Yeah, and get you riled up. Mission that's so much accomplished. more important than helping America. Mission that's accomplished. So that's, this is America, the one Bob. time that banner, mission accomplished, should be run, don't you think? Ugh, yeah, I guess we'd better redefine the mission then. Mission yeah. accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to tell a brief story, but I, I first want to make sure that Zip uh, hasn't been plowed <laughs> it's over. still alive. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so here. sorry, Zip. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's no, okay. It's fine, I, got, man. I got no respect no, we, we, You know, we, we slow things down, and we, uh, we talk to Zip several times, but... But when there's a steamroller going on, he, he tends to sit back. Better and he, not stand in the wet concrete, and, isn't it? it really I just is. have one question for Zip, and he knows what the question is. It is? What? Did you get your booster yet? Uh, not yet, Bob. <laughs> I'm working on it. What do you I'm mean working on it? On it? There's he's no drugstore chains he's, near you? He's waiting for a close appointment. Yeah. Uh, well, number one, I took, I have Moderna. Have they even, do they even have the Moderna yes. booster shot, right? Yes. yes. They do? Yes, yeah. they do. Oh, Rick right. got it like today, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That was his excuse. I didn't approve mine yet. It's approved. As of today? Uh, I'm not in Massachusetts, but I already know people who got it. I hear they have a new mayor in Boston. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Nice Asian woman, from what I've understood. Fabulous. Way <laughs> to turn what the they page, say. Boston. Let me see if I can, can. If I make you an appointment right now, will you go? I will. I I'll get it. I'll 
Remember the days we could broadcast live from the injection site, Bob? We were live at the tent in Costco parking lot getting zip his COVID shot. Boosterama. Booster Palooza. Chris here gets a t-shirt. Let's see. Booster Palooza featuring Paul Revere and the Raiders. What's left of the four seasons, which are about three seasons now. Have you ever heard of Walgreens? Yes. Walgreens actually has them, right? Walgreens has it. Yeah, Moderna. All right. You could and pick depends up, undergarments, which is convenient for everybody. I was going to say right? you, could, you could pick up <laughs> yeah. your uh, little blue pills. You can pick Vicks up rub, anything else. Vapo you need. rub, fix yeah. vapo rub. Nationwide, every Walgreens has them. But also every CVS. Which which pharmacy do you go to? Uh, CVS, actually Wegmans. Wegmans. <laughs> Yes. Wagman's. It's a grocery store pharmacy. Nice. Yes. I have uh, <laughs> I'll get nice, nice. one last Tuderville. story to tell that's, um, uh, you guys know a little bit about these people, and, and probably Spike knows the most about them. Um, as I was finishing the radio career, uh, we became friends with uh, some guys who were in the band Heart and got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then, of course, as time went on, we... Uh, another friend of ours, Alan White, with Yes, was also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And at this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony, um, Tina Turner was inducted. And the, our connection to Tina is much looser, although Zip uh, and I both played with her saxophone player, Derek Dyer. So um, anyway, it's kind of cool to see you know, the recognition happen to people that you sort of know, in some cases know really well. But back when I was leaving Spike in a lurch, abandoning my crewmates after only 25 years, um, I played with hey, the man. band. If, what's that again? After 25 years, if I can't ride without the training wheels, that's that's on me, that's not on you. Oh, okay? it's really sweet of you. That's on me. Um, by the way, my knee's almost healed. Thanks so much. <laughs> so, no, I still feel like oh, I should have kept doing it, but I'm so grateful that I'm not on terrestrial radio. Anyway, yeah. uh, for two and a half years, I toured with these uh, guys in Heart by Heart. Two of them are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Steve Fawson and Mike DeRozier. I was also friends with the crazy little cad that he is, uh, Roger Fisher, the guitar player, who kind of... You know, I mean, there's a lot of water under the bridge, uh, but, uh, you know, he was dating. Everybody in Heart dated everybody else at one point or another, except for Fawson. And uh, anyway, back then, not only was the band not really speaking, the band and the girls not speaking to each other, because the, the guys got fired in about 1981. And the girls went on to have financially successful career although the original heart lineup was always the one that the critics loved i think they had their i think they had their first number one hit after the boys were dumped they did oh the, the right, 80s these dreams yeah these right? dreams uh was the first number one hit of heart and it was a song that yeah. ann rejected and right. nancy ended right. up singing. nancy sang that yep that's right their first number one wasn't she, Anne, she also had a bitter irony she had covid 18 or whatever it was called back then <laughs> she had a severe cold and cough and sore throat and ann said i don't want to sing that one huh. the lyrics were written by um the guy who wrote for elton john oh bernie Taupin. bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics to these dreams 
Really? And, uh, I didn't know that. And Anne didn't want the song. Nancy took it, went into the studio on a day that she had a cold. And, you know, she thought, oh, i got to come back and sing it when I'm better for my cold. Mm-hmm. But it gave her voice this really nice rasp. And she went back to try and redo it. And they said, no, we like the version from the day you had the cold. Nice. Mm. And that was wow. her first number one hit. But anyway, back Where'd to the guy. you pick all that up? Uh, well... I toured with these guys for two and a half years. Right. And, and Wikipedia. And cool. I've no, and I've interviewed Anne and Nancy and I read Anne's book. I know. Yeah. Anne wrote a oh, book good. called Kicking and Dreaming about Hart and it's it, it, this is uh, there should be a movie about Hart. There should also be one about Fleetwood Mac. Uh for the same sort of things, love troubles uh, in a band and drugs. Yeah. Sex and drugs and rock and roll kind of a magic mix though. Yeah. So Back then, and I've never really told this story a lot, but I'm, you know me, I try to get everybody to get along, as pointless mm-hmm. as it is, obviously, from everything Spike says. Uh, <laughs> well, you're just, people are just, you're just trying, to, you're trying to push molasses up hill on roller skates, Bob. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'm right. saying. Anyway, so when I met the guys, it was like, you know, there was bad blood between them. Yeah, and Anne and Nancy, and they had to get on stage and do the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame together. And to their Bad Blood, another song written by Bernie Taupin, by the way. Yeah. Good job. Bob. Nice <laughs> Good. And to their credit, by the way, everybody did it. I mean, it was uncomfortable rehearsals, but they're one Day of the tons. few bands yeah. at their induction. A lot of other bands wouldn't get on stage together. Kiss refused to perform. Yeah. And they got on stage and they performed. They did it like adults. And I kept thinking, and it was a silly thought, wouldn't it be great... If they could let bygones be bygones, it would be amazing if they went on tour with the original members. Mm-hmm. But I would say things like, and I was like, you know, I was in awe of these guys. I was a fan. So as nutty as that was, because I was on the radio and they thought you know, my show was good, our show was good. But anyway, I remember one particular night and I'm in, uh, um, it's a it's a trailer. You've been in there, Spike. It's a dressing room outside of a big casino called The Point. It has this big showroom uh, over oh, on... Yeah. The, you know where We've I'm We've played there numerous times. St. Paler's yeah. played there numerous times. And We filmed um, our uh, our Seahawks video there. That's right. Anyway, I'm in there with uh, Steve Fossen and Mike DeRozier, two of the most respected... Uh, it's just a respected rhythm section. DeRozier's like a drummer's drummer. And I'm like, I'm just hoping I don't screw up Magic Man and I can play alone. Those are the two songs where I'm kind of out front if I make a mistake or a clam. You're going to hear it, right? So seriously, I was always paranoid because I'm not a great musician. I was just trained to play the parts. But I started talking to them because they were all excited because they are going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, you know, it's like, how are Ann and Nancy going to be? Are we going to get along? Et cetera, et cetera. And I started doing my, you know, my Dr. Phil thing. Now you guys, I want you to get in there. Now just be nice just because you humped her before doesn't mean you get the need to hump Stop her that. again. No, I don't want to bring this down to that level because yeah. it's got to have you. ending. So it's a good story. Good story. Well, what I was saying was like you know, yeah, it's a lot of wonderful. But you know, you were all young then. You know, there was drugs involved. You weren't mature like you are now. I mean, you know, maybe let bygones be bygones. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to, you know, someone said, I'm not going to give anybody a particular uh, name here, but what do you do when someone does this to you and does blah, 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 And I was like, you just forgive them and love them. The room got really quiet. 
<laughs> That's like, okay. That ain't gonna happen. But it was a long time ago, and a lot of water under the bridge since then. Yep. But I read on social media a week or two ago mm-hmm. that Steve and Summer and the basically the band Heart by Heart was at an Ann Wilson show in the front row. Yeah. Because wow. Ann wanted them there. Yep. And Ann gave them a shout out from on stage. Nice. And a- yes, you know more about this? I do. Tell me. Well, well, no, unless you've already, I don't want to steal the thunder. Oh, oh well, the Roger. Yeah, the I got the, I'm coming yeah, to the Roger. Part. Yeah, I wasn't going to steal your thunder. Okay. Well, anyway, when I saw that, I was like, oh, Ann, God bless you, Ann. You know, that was so, I, I just know how much that, because it, it was never about, you know, the drugs or the breaking up or get kicked out of the band. It was about respect. Mm-hmm. And so then I read a few days later that Roger Fisher was reuniting with Ann Wilson on stage and she, he was going to play a song or two with her. Yep. And, and I went, and Roger was, uh, he's one of my favorites, but he's also one of the hardest to forgive and get along with because right. he was he was outrageous. I mean, he's like the he's like the character in Arthur. What was that guy's name? Um, Arthur. Nice Arthur. Job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. No, you know it was Russell so was Russell Brand that played. Uh, the, was the re- oh, that was the, the remake of time. Arthur. Dudley yeah. Moore was the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. he was yeah. a lovable. Um, Guy, yeah. lovable, lovable rogue, out of control, exactly. never knew what was going to happen. Th- thank yeah. you. Those are the words. That's still so Roger. Rogue and out of control. And much, anyway. much like Arthur was, 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 you know, off his meds and intoxicated. Roger has. I think Roger was on his meds, but they were self-prescribed. Roger and danced yes. with the dragon who brung him one too many yeah. times. Anyway, so I'm like, wow, you know, six, seven years later, but. And they don't have to be like best of friends again, although it still would be an amazing idea if Hart went out with the original lineup once. Oh, be phenomenal. Be, I'd be. move heaven and earth to be there. It would be but, amazing. But, yeah. But while, while Steve and while, while Foss and, and DeRosa were in the front row and Roger was on stage, you know who wasn't at that show? Who? Um, the other half of the girls. Oh, Nancy is not there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nancy yeah, might not I mean, be on board. She, she can get back together with all the guys she wants, but now her and Nancy don't get along. Uh, I think that on, that's on and off again. I mean, they yeah, did. It was, a, it was a rift. They I did some that. stuff, yeah. but they they healed from that rift because I've heard interviews where they talk. I also heard an interview yeah. with Anne. Uh, she did a podcast with Bob Lefsetz, and some of you guys know who he is. He's a music blogger, amazing guy, L-E-F-S-E-T-Z. If you care about music at all, read his blog. It's over the top. Uh, but he has a podcast, and he interviewed Ann Wilson for like an hour and a half. And it was the most forthcoming Ann Wilson. I couldn't believe the questions he was asking her. Yeah, hmm. he's a brilliant interviewer. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. And uh, and so, and she was forthcoming about everything. You know, she's in her 70s now. What what she got, what she got to lose in the sense that, you know, it's about her legacy and um, and about her final statements about who she is. Right. So anyway, I well, thought... Bob, after all the years of bad blood between you and Anne, and the fact mm. that you two finally mended fences right. and have a good relationship again, well, I don't think you she go paid and enough say her age to me to to disregard you go and say me. how old she is. Are you nuts? <laughs> no, all no. the work you did. 
That's another story, by the way, because I was one of those radio DJs who made fun of her weight. Yeah, and then that was uh, the other one. What days we had, Bob? <laughs> yeah. Stop it! All I want to do is eat a ton of food. Stop it! And uh, and and I felt bad about it because as soon as I like got sober and you know uh, cleaned up a little and then started dealing with my issues, one of them was you know body shaming women. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. They have guys that do that. Yeah. And so uh, I always wanted to apologize to her because I'm sure. I mean, we right. played those songs in Seattle. And oh yeah, I'm sure she knew about them. And oh, for many yeah. years, they wouldn't interview us. By the way, um, oh no, but they did at the Hall of Fame, and yep, yep, um, yep. and I had a long conversation with her, and it was very nice. We I didn't bring it up, but yeah, she um, she's she's the real deal, Ann Wilson. She's the real deal and deserves all the respect in the world. And if you want to read a book, oh, uh, it was written a while ago, but it's Charles Cross. Uh, co-wrote it with her. Oh, he's, he's my neighbor, by the way. Is he really your neighbor? I see. I, oh yeah, I see Charles all the time. Tell him I miss him. Love him. But I will. I will. And I, I know I'll see him within the next two weeks. Okay. I run into him all the time. Anyway, so it was really nice that to see. You know, you've known people who held a grudge for a long time, right? All of us have. Every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, Spike. Uh, all right, Zip. What do you got? Anything? No grudges here, Bob. <laughs> Look, it's I'm good, bad boy. Uh, Healthy. Zip's the nicest guy oh, stop. in the stop. world. You are the nicest guy in the world. Now grudge-free since 2003. Grudge-free. <laughs> All right, before we go, uh, so I'm going to play, I will play a Heart by Heart song uh, just to uh, do, uh, cheers to those guys. All right. And then I also, because of something Spike said, whipped out an old twisted tune that has not been played in probably 12 13 years is it pc um uh, yes yeah, so I, it was I, 2000 I every time you say 2008 that president obama got elected and ended racism forever is that correct yeah right that's what that's what i keep hearing from hannibal or whatever <laughs> name <George. is>. hannibal <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean Hannibal. Um, so I I dug this song out. You made me think of it. Obama Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> because you went, Jesus Christ, you went to Jesus Christ Superstar. For, yeah. You want to hear it before you go? Sure. Yeah, I'd love it, of course. You remember this song, Obama Christ Superstar? No, I thought you were going to play, um, I think it's time we had a president who's black. We played that when Colin Powell died, and your memory is shit. But I was uh, wrong. I think we played that <laughs> last week. Did, we did. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Here's Obama Christ Superstar. Does everybody buy it? He draws a crowd. He makes them proud. Tell the press who sing his song that they are fools to go along. They won't attack because he's black.
for closing on your homes. Every little child would have some health care, and each and all of you will prosper in my kingdom. The war would end at last. The birds will sing. Obama Christ Superstar. Uh, wow. <laughs> Trivia well, about that. Who were the lead singers uh, in that? I, I, if I may take a guess, that's your boy, isn't it? That's Keith, my son, singing yeah. yep. the high parts and me yep. singing the baritone Low parts. Part. Yep. Right. You you are the role of Caiaphas <laughs> in that song, Bob. <laughs> right? Am I right, Ed? Right? <laughs> Caiaphas, <laughs> let him be. All those imbeciles will see. It really doesn't matter. He's king of the Jews. That was Herod. Yes. Oh, that's right. Look at me, Christ. You're the great Jesus Christ. <laughs> Prove to me that you're no fool. Walk across my swimming, swimming pool. pool. Do that for me, then I'll let you go free. When didn't Come we go on, to king of the Jews. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the movie Something About Mary? No, no, I'm sorry. Um, yes. Then came Polly. Then came uh, Polly. Yeah, was, was it then came Polly? Yeah. Long yeah, time ago. Because because uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who got we got to meet one day in the studio, Bob. Remember yeah, that? I that was a brilliant moment. Um, he by the way, this is what happens was... when you uh, let a kid <laughs> go to see Jesus Christ Superstar when he's <laughs> in a professional young age. I know, right, right, right. <laughs> and he goes to um, see it every day for a week. Yeah, um, a month. But uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was doing community theater, and he was playing Jesus. And right before opening night, the guy who was playing Judas quit because he was such a dick. Uh-huh. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman played both roles, Judas and wow. Jesus, in, in, a, in a community theater, dinner wow. theater, Jesus Christ Superstar. How amazing. One of the funniest things you will ever see. Okay. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us this week. Thank you, Spike. Glad you're here. We had Jody I, I on love, last I week, love by you the way. Guys. You, you should listen oh, to it. Did you I hear know, that? Bob. I know. <laughs> oh, did you know? Yeah. No, remember that thing I said about grudges and the guy in the mirror? That's me. Yeah. Uh, oh, you were thinking no, I, about I'm, her? I'm, I'm getting out of it. I'm getting she out doesn't of resent you. You shouldn't resent her. Why should she? Fuck. <laughs> she still got a job at the station. Yeah, thank you. In that same anyway. chair. Anywho. Yeah. But yeah. she was the right call for them because it's yeah, adult contemporary. Number one, number one, how many times since then? I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Please take that out. I don't want to say that out loud. Please take look, that out. I beg you. You don't have to take anything out. She, uh, look, yeah. She's, um, it's a great station for, I look at radio now and I see mm-hmm. things that, you know, go to number one are soft easy listening classic hits mm-hmm. um stuff that basically people you know it's not shows like ours shows like ours were done the shows like ours mm-hmm. are podcasts mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. yeah and they are that's the way it goes there's a couple yep. a few left but unless it's you know hardcore right-wing politics yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're lucky enough to be you know on a number one rock station in seattle um you know yeah i hear you it is, yeah. I hear you, buddy. It's just the way it went. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 anyway, yep, 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 but you yep, yep, heard Jody was on. <laughs> did you did you listen did. to it? 
Uh, it's too soon, Bob. It's only been 10 years. I guess it's too, soon. <laughs> God bless you. too soon, buddy. All right. Uh, that takes my takes away my plan to schedule you both on together, because I think that would be a... a no, hilarious. I think a battle royale would be entertaining for the audience, Bob. <laughs> you know? All right. No, you're good. All right. Be well. Discourse at dawn. All right. I say to thee... Right. You guys this got is... me so... I, I love you guys. I really do, man. I can't tell you how much <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Let me come in and just air my dirty laundry and <laughs> kick the demons out of my, between my ears. Is that what that's like? Oh, my God. I it's can't tell you how much I need Until this. you get here, uh, we're actually working at it, and then we yeah. can just sit back the Hey, I'm that big right-hand closer out right. of South Louisiana, Bob. That's me out of the bullpen. All right, so to take off, I'd Nuclear like to play... Loosh. I'd like to play something by heart by heart. Uh, what do you think I should play? Barracuda... Barracuda's great. Barracuda's um, great. Anything you play with Summer Masek singing is going to be just fine with me, man. That right. band is phenomenal. Here she is. That's it. Is for there Bob something with you in it? What? Is there something with you in it, Bob? Are you uh, on I track? only play some synth parts on the end of Barracuda, but that's all right. I don't okay. you know. Okay. It's not about me. I don't care. Okay. I was just a trained seal performing parts <laughs> on the record. <laughs> Another great Elton John. Another great Elton John song. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Gray Seal. My bad. My bad. Yes.
forgot that was live. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right, I was listening to the opening of that. I'm thinking, man, she's so much better today than she was then, and she was phenomenal then. Then the crowd chants Barracuda. I'm like, oh my God, this is live. That was totally live. Yeah. That yeah. was on the. Well, uh, that was on a TV set of the two o two o six television program, and um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. What a fabulous experience! <laughs> oh, for you, uh, seriously? Oh, for me? Yeah, oh, it was yeah, like yeah. that. What was that movie, Blazing Saddles, where people got to be cowboys for a little while? I think it's thinking of City City Slickers, Bob. Yeah. City Slickers, yeah. or School yeah. Oh City Slickers, or School of Rock. We you know we're kids. Blazing got Saddles. Remember we all got to sit around and fart? That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know I don't remember any real cows. Part. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so nice that Anne and uh, the boys uh, exchanged nice words, and Roger got to get on stage. And and by the way, by everything I see of Roger, you know, and his, and his girlfriend, and how are they married? He and Linda. Or I don't think he and Linda. I don't think they're married. Yeah. No. But just how in love they are, and just uh, of course people put their best stuff on Facebook, right? Yeah. 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 But uh, still, I, I just I'm happy for them all. And yeah, I, she's a lovely lady. I'm, she because she was she was with our friend Joe. Yes, I remember. Until he I, passed, and it was nice that he, she and Roger were able to find each other after that because it yeah. left such a hole in her and world. And I think she's got a, uh, clearly she's been good for him. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so happy. She's for, like a, she's like an ankle monitor with a heart. You know, <laughs> she's just good for him. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> Nice bow. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, Isn't that it, nice? Yeah. It's too yeah. bad L Lane Staley didn't have a nice cow like that. Oh, don't get me started. No. Oh, because you watched dude. him, right? You you watched his Lane? decline. Yeah. I um I got to uh oh. You watched his decline. You know who Lane Staley um, was, Zip? Do you, you have any idea? No, no, no. Lead singer of wow. Alice in Chains, which is Oh jeez. Yeah. Okay. When I moved to when we moved to Seattle in '89, um, one of our station employees, a guy, did the new music show in Seattle in 1989. Imagine who, how that lucky that guy was. Yeah. My first week in town, he's like, "You got to come see my roommate's band," um, and we took me down to a club in downtown Seattle, and I got to see Alice in Chains at a place called the J and M. His roommate was Lane Staley, the lead singer from Alice in Chains, when they were a club band. Yeah. When when Soundgarden well, was a club band. Massive. When, when Mother Love Bone was around. Fifty million albums. Yeah. Yes. Lane always had a problem. Um, when we moved, we bought our first house after the apartment I lived in, Melissa and I, we lived on a street on the other side of the hill from where our first place was, near the station. And Lane bought a house just down the street from us. And I used to come to work with Bob at like 4.30 in the morning. Mm. And many's the time I would, you know, find Lane halfway between his car and his house Oof. and help him, into, help him into his house or close his car door or close his front door or whatever it was. You know, when we started, I'd see him at the 7-Eleven at 4.30 in the morning, we all both lived in apartments on the, on the east side of the hill, down the stretch of his run. I found him, you know, outside his house. And yeah, yeah. It was, that was just a loss. Just a loss. All right. Oh. Anyway, um, we hope to end on a happier note. Um, yeah. So yeah. happy for Roger and Linda. And yeah, Linda, here, here. Steve <laughs> and Mike and Summer and, and, and all of that. All right. Yep. Thank you, Spike. Uh, thank you, Zip. Thank you, Ed. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.